I'm Laura, and you're listening to In Memory of Mo. As this is sadly the last episode of the series, I thought it would be nice to take a trip down memory lane and talk about everything we've found through this podcast. From the very beginning, I've seared into your brain that the primary purpose of this podcast was to remember Mo. On January 7, 2019, around 10.30 p.m., Muhammad Offman's family called the Belmont Police Department requesting a wellness check on their son. Officers found Muhammad face down in the parking lot of Central Elementary School around midnight, dead from a gunshot wound. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Muhammad attended Carmont High School and was a senior at the time of his death. We began our investigation by understanding Muhammad as a person and looking for possible motives of his killer through Mo's life. However, all we discovered was that a key player in Carmont's football team and beloved community member was brutally shot and killed. His killer had no reason to kill Muhammad as he was a good kid, generous to his community, and passionate and hardworking with everything that he did. Next, we turned to the police who at first gave us no answer, but after a lot of nagging, we got a hold of a press officer in charge of releasing information about this case, Captain Patrick Halloran. He disclosed to us that they were actively working the case along with private investigators and is spoken about often in their building. They have leads and theories and work to find Mo's killer around the clock, even a year after his death. Next, we talked to two key adults in Muhammad's social life. His football coach slash teacher slash mentor slash friend, Jake Messina, and Principal Ralph Crame. Messina recalled the drive and motivation of Muhammad and how good of a kid he was. I interviewed him in mid-February, and he described Muhammad to me, saying, quote, He was a very giving individual, and he was fiercely loyal to his friends and teammates. During a playoff game, he took on a player twice his size and put him on the ground. When he turned back to the sideline, everyone else was going crazy, celebrating. He was very matter-of-fact, as if that should have happened. He was very tough and brave, end quote. Messina had a connection with Muhammad. Messina helped Mo through tough times and coached him to be the great football star that he was. Then in March, I interviewed Mr. Crane, the principal. He too has a memory he's quite fond of, quote, I knew Muhammad because he was part of the football program. I remember him as a freshman, and we had the Minnesota Vikings here at Carmont using our field for practice. Teddy Bridgewater came into the stands and gave Muhammad the gloves he was using at a practice that day, end quote. Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. After talking to the police and important adults in his life, I wondered where else I could look. I had already tried to look into public police reports and news publications, but they all left me right back where I started. One of my friends mentioned that another teen had been held at gunpoint in Belmont's neighboring city of San Carlos. Students from both cities attend Carmont, so the two are tightly knit. Now, I came across many other articles about teens and gun violence that got my gears turning. Was there a bigger story here that I had missed? I researched to see if any of the other hundreds of cases had any connection to Mo's. Now, in retrospect, I know it was kind of a long shot, but the city of San Carlos slash Belmont is very safe and is very family friendly. So events like this are extremely out of the ordinary. Though none were connected, I found an interesting theory as to what psychologically allowed these teens to have guns and use guns. Now, I know in other parts of the world, this theory is bogus and isn't applicable to teens in that area, but here it makes sense. Music is one of the biggest aspects of teen culture, and the biggest genre of music is rap. 
Rap culture often glorifies guns, drugs, women, and violence, not to mention the artists themselves partake in these acts. Many studies have shown how music influences and motivates teens to behave in ways encouraged by the music they listen to. So we could look at gun and rap culture as a possible motive for the killing. However, these were all theories that still couldn't reveal the identity of Muhammad's killer. We have yet to bring justice to Muhammad, his family, and his friends. But in the meantime, it is very important to keep him in our minds as we continue about our days. Though we didn't find Muhammad's killer, we remembered him and the impact he had on everyone in his community. Thank you so much for listening to this series on Scott Scoop or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, continue to remember Mo.